0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Friday, June the 2nd, 2023 at 11.01 a.m. Central Time. Well, it's Friday. The weekend is almost here. So let me ask you, hey, this weekend, what should we boycott? Come on, tell me. It's the weekend. What should we boycott? I mean, because it's I guess summer is here and boycotting is in the air. I mean, do you feel it? I mean, we need to write a song. Do you boycotting is in the air? It it gives me purpose. It gives me meaning. It gives me an identity because I can tell everyone will know what I am and who I am by all the things I boycott. Right? It's almost a badge of honor. Yeah. Hey, hey, do you remember the summer of 2023? Yeah, what did you do the summer of 2023? Oh, we boycotted so many things. We were going to let the world know. We were going to change the world through boycotting. We were going to go and spread the good news of boycott. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but that's what I feel like. I feel like that it's uh, the summer of 2023. And all I hear from the Christian world right now is boycott, 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 boycott. I, I learned this morning that I, I guess I'm supposed to be boycotting every company who changes their kind of their logo of uh, to, uh, to celebrate or to remember or to acknowledge Pride Month, right? If, if a company changes their logo on social media, And they they show the rainbow flag or the pride flag, however you would like to refer to it as. I'm supposed to boycott that company. I I guess I I don't know. I can't. I can't. uh, Someone yesterday said something like that. They are just exhausted because you can't keep up. Like, what am I? Okay, wait. Don't go here. Don't buy this. Wait. And and it's just so confusing. And I I don't really understand what Christians think they're accomplishing. Right? It's like a lot of people. uh, Someone posted a. I, I don't even remember where I saw it. It was a list of all of these companies showing if they had changed their logo or haven't changed their logo starting. June the first. And people were like, thank you so much for posting this because it lets me know which which companies I can support and which companies I can't support. It's like, because they changed their logo now, that then that's that's I don't even understand. Like, what are Christians hoping to accomplish? I I, I just I just don't get it, right? I don't know what, what, like, is this going to bring salvation? Is this going to bring conversion? Is this going to bring discipleship? Is this going to bring Christ to the nations? Is this going to bring the nations to the church? Borrowing from the Lutheran hour there. I, 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 what, what are we accomplishing? But it seems that it's in the air. So this morning I, I I woke up and I'm like, okay, well, let's see what's going on in the world of Christianity. Right? Let's see what's going on in the world of Christianity. So I open up Crosswalk.com and the first thing I see is this headline. Why are Christians calling for boycotts of Chick-fil-A? And the chosen. Now we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I, I just want you to focus. I mean, I, today's focus is really the the summer of boycotts. I guess I'm hoping that this fad, this phase, will will soon pass and that Christians will get back to being upset and outraged to buy something else I, I who knows I mean the, the, I feel the church has so lost the plot that so lost the narrative that I I just I just don't understand it I just again I, w- I was sitting here right before we went on the air and I was looking at first Corinthians and I just don't see Paul telling the Corinthian church hey guys we got to boycott these these pagan businesses we when you go into the marketplace if they sell meat offered unto idols do not Do not shop there. I don't don't see any of that. I just, it's nowhere in the New Testament. It's not there. It's not what we're called to do. But we want to somehow make the world Christian, not through the preaching, not through preaching, not through prayer, not through fasting, not through discipleship. We want to make the world Christian through boycott, censorship, force, law, politics and I I's I just if that's your your idea of Christianity I want no I want no part of it I want no part of it but um, when I looked at that crosswalk.com article why are Christians calling for boycotts of chick-fil-a and the chosen I noticed it was an article from the Daily article and I'm like oh I know the daily article I subscribe to their podcast Well, the podcast really is just them reading the article, but instead of me reading the article, let's listen to them read the article. And then we'll just, I'll throw in some comments here or there. I don't want to take too much time with this, but you know, this is still being talked about today. And so I I just want you to contend, here's what I want you to, to really be focusing on. Everyone, I've had a lots of emails and people arguing with me about the boycotts. Look, if you want to go boycott, do so. I, I don't know what you hope to accomplish, but that's fine. But I want the rest of you who maybe are kind of in the middle and don't really know what to do. I want you to really think about this. I want you to focus on what is your role as a Christian? What, how should you live in a world that's moving further and further away from biblical Christianity? Like, how do you engage a culture that is basically saying no to your Jesus, no to your God, and no to your Bible? Is your is your way of of dealing with them is one of almost hostility, attack, and fight, or is it one of love, serve, minister, proclaim, and witness? We're supposed to love our enemy, right? So. We know that they don't agree with us. We know that they're in opposition to us. I, I don't need to change their behavior. I don't need to try to force my religion down their throat. What I need to do is present the gospel to them. I, I just think I, I'm at a, a, a complete, we're at a philosophical crossroads here. And the church, many, much of the church wants to approach the lost world in a way that I think is simple, completely anathema to me, biblically, it's anathema. I just don't think it's Christian. I don't think it's godly. And I don't. I, I, honestly, I don't think it's going to do anything but create hostility towards the church. And then, and then what, here's what happens when we start being persecuted. It's going to be like, we're being persecuted for Jesus. No, you're not being persecuted for Jesus. You're being persecuted because you're trying to control their lives with your Christianity. If I go and preach Christ, this is a sin. Turn to Jesus and he will save you from your sin. You're a sinner. I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. Your sin may be different than my sin, but we're all sinners. But we, because we've all violated God's law, therefore we are all condemned. Our only hope is in Christ Jesus. If they hate me for that message, that's one thing. If they hate me because I'm trying to put businesses, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put co- companies out of business and I'm trying to boycott and silence and censor and, and, and force and, and attack. Then I'm sorry. That, that that's not persecution. That's people simply fighting back. I I I just I I, I am just. I'm exhausted from all of this, but let's listen to what's going on at the daily article uh, today. Again, the article is posted at crosswalk.com. If you go to the bottom of the article, it will take you, uh, at least for me on an iPad, it opens up an Apple podcast. You can subscribe to it there. Um, I know it's on Podbean. It's everywhere. It's called the daily article. You should be able to find it relatively easy on your podcast app of choice. It's nothing major. They just read the article. So you can either read the article each day or just listen to it. It's it's faster to me, typically, just to listen to it. But today I saw the article first. So I, I, I've just read the headline. I have not listened to it. I have not read it. Uh, and I thought we would just work on it together briefly.
1: So here we go. Today is Friday, June the 2nd, 2023. This is the Daily Article Podcast. I'm Chris Elkins with the Denison Forum, narrating today's article written by Dr. Ryan Denison. Chick-fil-A made news again this week, complete with calls to boycott the fast food chain in response to ire over the company's stance on diversity, equity, and inclusivity, known as DEI. Of course, Chick-fil-A is no stranger to such controversy, but this time it came from those who have typically been on the other side of the outrage. The company's DEI policy garnered attention on Twitter and quickly went viral from those who assumed that it pushes similar quote-unquote woke policies to those often denounced by conservatives. Eric McReynolds, the company's vice president of DEI, was a focal point of the controversy, though more for the existence of his position than for anything he said or did. McReynolds has previously stated that DEI is crucial to the company's purpose, noting that, and I quote, Chick-fil-A restaurants have long been recognized as a place where people know they will be treated well. Modeling care for others starts in the restaurant, and we are committed to ensuring mutual respect, understanding, and dignity everywhere we do business. End quote. What's most peculiar about the recent outrage, however, is that there is nothing new about Chick-fil-A's stance. Their DEI policies date back to 2020 and do little more than formalize their long-held position that they do not discriminate on the basis of race, religion, sexuality, physical condition, or a host of other descriptors.
0: So now that now it's funny he's like this is not a new thing it dates back to 2020 but I've already seen some Christian articles going hey i I think on the Christian post yesterday hey guys I don't know if you realize this but chick-fil-A has been woke for a long time and I think they date back to 2020 so I guess if you if you don't want to discriminate in your hiring practices based off religion creed color sexuality then I guess that makes you woke it's just amazing now like first of all i'm so sick of the word woke i am so tired of the word woke because as soon it's like it's almost like the the idea of fake news all right i hate when terminology becomes weaponized what do i mean by that well if you don't agree with it like someone will make a claim and so you'll post a news article that says your claim is fraudulent your claim is wrong here is the information that's fake news Well, then there's no way to then even you can't even have a rational conversation with anyone, anyone, because now fake news means anything that disagrees with them, anything that disagrees with you, anything that offers a counter perspective is fake news. Okay, well, okay, well, then everyone then everyone's like, well, I disagree with that fake news. Well, I disagree with that fake news. I, I don't like do you realize how out of touch with reality you become when you start talking that way? It's fake news because it doesn't agree with you. So that, that's a, and secondly, woke just becomes anything you don't like is woke. Well, I've had people email me and accuse me of being, and I quote, a woke libtard. Like, literally, I've been accused of being a woke libtard. Like that that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, okay, uh. So someone in the in the chat just says this. It's, it concerns me that Christians would rather a company say they do discriminate on those matters. That's very disturbing. Or, or, or what? Remain silent? Is that what they want? Yeah, I agree. Like, it's, it's, it's shocking that many Christians are like, no, we want you to discriminate. Do not hire anyone unless they are a Christian. Okay, what? Well, so I guess we only hire Christians. Do we give them a moral test? I'm sorry, sir. Oh, you would like a job at Chick-fil-A? All right. Well, before you can hand out fries and uh, the Chick-fil-A sauce or the Polynesian sauce, we need to know the following. Do you look at pornography? Uh, Are you currently having sex with your girlfriend? Or have you been married and divorced and remarried? Okay, well, okay, I'm sorry, you don't meet our moral standards. Is that what they want? Wait, you're a Christian? Oh, wait. We've got to give you a twenty uh, a twenty que- a, a twenty question th- theology test to determine if you have the right the. Oh, I'm sorry, you're Catholic. We don't hire Catholics. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. 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 You're a charismatic. <laughs> Definitely not, Harry. We're not going to hire a charismatic. I mean, that's the one thing I would agree with. Don't hire any charismatic. Okay, I'm joking. Okay. So like, so then like, what do you do? Like, I don't understand what Christians want. We want everyone to be a Christian. And we don't want companies to hire anyone else. Uh, it, it's just, uh, I, yeah, only only our freedom matters. Exactly, exactly. The whole, whole situation is just crazy. But I just can't believe that, so, like, because they hired diversity, equity, and inclusivity uh, director or manager, that's... That's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. I can't, I can't get that chicken sandwich anymore. So where are you going to get your chicken sandwich? Cause I'm assuming whichever company you go to to buy a chicken sandwich, I bet you they have a DEI someone, or at least they're following the policies of, <laughs> of not discriminate. Do you know of, hey, Hey, Christians, come here. We're going to have a secret meeting, right? We have a secret text group. All right. Hey, guys, I want a chicken sandwich today, but I do not want to. I want to go to a company that discriminates. Do you know where I can find one? Well, there's a I think there's a guy selling some chicken sandwiches out of the back of his truck. I think he's a part of the, uh, the Ku Klux Klan. So I know he's not for inclusivity and I know he probably discriminates. Let's go get our chicken sandwiches from him. OK, maybe that's a little over the top. But you, I like I just don't understand. I, that, that literally that, that, that's the outrage. That's the outrage is because I, 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 I I'm like Christians have so lost at their minds. It really is. Uh, <laughs> Someone in the chat just says maybe we won't be able to buy or sell because of our bias not not because of the mark of the beast. That's well played. Well played. That's that's actually really good. That that person that person gets uh this. That <gasps> Yeah, that I was almost going to play it again. That, that that's actually pretty funny, I, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it's hard to take any of this serious at any point, right? It's just, it's just to me, all of the 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 protesting and boycotting and just it just seems so. Of all the things the church needs to be concerned about, right? The the whole whole thing, um, is it is it in First Corinthians five? I think someone on YouTube made this comment, uh. First uh, Corinthians chapter five, verse 10. Uh, I wrote unto you in the epistles, not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the for- fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company of any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such as one not to eat. For what have I to do with what? For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Like, what? what, what is our business in judging those that are without? If we're going to worry about things, let's worry about things that are within the church. Let's worry about ourselves. But I, I guess that that's, we've we've forgotten about that. Um Someone uh, else in the chat just says, on on top of the human- humanity concerns, it's the law. I don't understand what Christians at least don't understand about that part. Aren't we supposed to be law-abiding citizens? No, listen, I do understand that anti-discrimination laws are the laws. But, you know, as Christians, we don't follow those laws because we used to follow law until covid remember Romans 13 used to talk about us submitting to the laws until we decided we didn't like the laws and then we don't submit to them so yeah I that law-abiding citizens that's the thing of ancient Christianity it's not of the new more conservative Christianity okay all right, yeah I I yeah I don't understand so let's go back to the article the whole thing is just the whole thing has just become so... Ridiculous. I I just, I just, I don't really know what to say anymore, but let's at least finish this out.
1: That approach is good for business, good for the gospel, and also what every company is required by law to do when it comes to hiring staff and serving customers.
0: It's what every company is required by law to do. (laughs) It's what every company is required by law to do. So we are going to boycott a company for following the law. Like, Christians have lost their ever-living mind that we, we have gone so far down. I, I I Remember, listen, when we become so politically hijacked we no longer are biblically minded. We are politically minded. We're ideologically driven. We're no longer gospel driven. We're no longer biblically motivated. Everything is motivated by culture war and politics. And it's, it's, it, this is what happens. This is why I have been yelling against the political hijacking of the church for, I feel like, 20 years of my life. I feel like maybe 30 years of my life. I've been screaming about it, and and when and people just roll their eyes at me and think I'm ridiculous, and then you listen to Christians talk, and you're like, that's exactly what I was warning you about. You're so politically minded now, you don't even talk like a Christian. You sound like you watch Fox News. You sound like a Donald Trump Twitter feed. You don't sound like... Uh, 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 anything remotely close to the Bible. But it's the
1: law. Given the degree to which people on both sides of the woke agenda have their antennas raised this time of year, perhaps we shouldn't be surprised that it would not take much to make conservatives fear the worst with regards to what has been lovingly described as, quote-unquote, God's chicken, particularly when a more legitimate concern has been raised with another fan favorite in recent days.
0: And once again, the fact that we called it God's chicken was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Once again, it, I think it was just as ridiculous when Christians were like, "We've got to rally around Chick Fil A and we've got to go buy a chicken sandwich." And now I think it's just as ridiculous. Like now, oh, they're woke. They, they're a, they're woke agenda. We got to fight the woke agenda. How about you know, you know, you know, you know how you want to fight the quote unquote woke agenda? How about just be a Christian and live your Christian life out and preach the gospel. And call people to faith in Jesus Christ. And don't get caught up in all of that. Oh, I know. That's a... What a radical approach. What... What a radical... I know that's... That's crazy. That's just crazy talk. I know. No, no, no. We gotta... We gotta go... I I guess... I don't know. Just... I I know this. Yesterday morning, I had a medical appointment. And I know when I was coming back, um, coming down the road from where I had my appointment... I I came under the underpass – I came close to the underpass uh, – overpass. I was going under the overpass and right there to the right, there was Chick-fil-A and I looked over and I'm like, there's not one car in line. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yes, Christians, continue to protest because I can just go to Chick-fil-A now whenever I want and I don't have a car. At least that was what the situation – I was like, yes, come on. Come on, just keep keep protesting, because then I can go to Chick fil A and don't have to see any Christians, and I can go to Target and don't have to see any Christians. My wife will. Okay, I know that was probably that was probably mean. Uh, yes, you. Uh, someone in the chat said that. I just hear the word "God's chicken." Yes, I know. It's just it's ridiculous the way the whole thing has gone. But yeah, so but now they're going to switch from Chick fil A to. Another Christian favorite, another thing that Christians were supposed to support, The Chosen. Let's see what's going on now with The Chosen.
1: When the producers of The Chosen recently released a promo for season four, they likely expected that it would generate buzz for the show. But though the video has certainly done that, it's perhaps not the kind of attention for which they'd hoped. A small rainbow flag appears in the background of the set for roughly four seconds, and while it's barely visible unless you're looking for it, it did not escape public notice for long. Conservative commentator John Root then tweeted a screenshot of the flag to The Chosen's official account asking, "'Can you explain why there is a pride flag on set?' In response, the show stated that, just like with our hundreds of cast and crew who have different beliefs, or no beliefs at all, than we do, we will work with anyone on our show who helps us portray or honor the authentic Jesus. We ask that audiences let the show speak for itself and focus on the message, not the messenger, because we'll always let you down. Given the ensuing controversy, it seems clear that many of the show's fans did indeed feel let down. In the day since, the show's creator and director, Dallas Jenkins, has doubled down on the response, stating, We've made no secret our cast and crew come from all different beliefs and backgrounds. I don't believe personal workspaces on set are relevant to the content of The Chosen, but if someone wants to stop watching a free show because of it, it's their right. While Jenkins has been consistent in that approach from the beginning, and labor laws would prevent him from doing otherwise, even if he wanted to, calls to boycott the show have become an increasingly popular refrain among a segment of those who used to be among its greatest supporters. Jenkins is correct that people have the right to stop watching because of the Pride flag's brief appearance and, more particularly, the defense of its presence by the show's cast and crew. But should they? Is boycotting a show that has, by all accounts, done an excellent job of introducing people to Jesus in a way that is both authentic and compelling, really the best response to the present controversy? First of all, I
0: do not believe the show has done an excellent job of introducing people to Jesus because it's introducing them to a fictional Jesus and fictional dialogue and fictional. er So don't even get me started on that. I've got problems with it. It, it, This is so weird. Like I I sometimes I, I this entire situation is so bizarre to me. Right. Because. Before, I was accused of not being a good Christian because I didn't support Chick-fil-A back when everyone told me I had to go buy a chicken sandwich to defend the the freedoms of Christians or whatever nonsense I was supposed to do. And I didn't participate in, you know, support Christianity by eating a chicken sandwich day, but whatever that was happening years ago. And then I've I've been against the chosen from the very beginning. I started getting emails. Have you seen the chosen? Have you seen the chosen? So I watched a little bit of it and said, Hey guys, we got a we got a million problems here, right? They're adding words and we're subtracting words. They, they they basically have made completely made up scenes that are not even in, in it. This thing is a mess. And then I got attacked, like, how dare you? I like, don't support the chosen. And now all of a sudden I wake up and I'm like, hey. I'm going to Chick-fil-A and maybe I'll start watching The Chosen. Okay, no, I'm not going to watch The Chosen, but it's just bizarre. Like, what has happened here? Now, I will support that. Again, I don't, let me just, I've got to be clear here. Christians and boycotting, Christians and trying to censor things, Christians and trying to silence things, I think is the most ridiculous crazy nonsense I've seen in my entire life look I've witnessed this so many times in my in the 80s it was Christians like we must stop him in- well we can go all the way back we can go to the 50s oh we've gotta we gotta keep our kids away from Elvis Presley we got to get him off the radio Elvis Presley's going to be the end of civilization and then it was the Beatles are gonna destroy us and then oh no Woodstock is the is the downfall of everything and then it's disco and then it's a and then it's MTV and then it's Madonna and then it's It's, you know, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and, oh, no, Ozzy Osbourne bit off a head of a bat. Oh, we're all going to and the 90s. It's Marilyn Manson and and, and Satan. Satan is everywhere. It's always some panic and yelling and screaming. and, And the Christian approach is always silence to silence it, to censor it, to attack it, to ban it, to boycott it. And I just don't understand. Like, what have you accomplished with all of that? Well, the church gets caught up in all of these culture wars over and over. And what do we find out? Christians are biblically illiterate. Christians are theologically illiterate. People are leaving the churches in large numbers. Well, we're, we're, we're always so distracted by all of these things. How about we look at the problems in the church? How about instead of trying to attack a business so that some you know the just you know just family trying to support themselves lose their jobs instead of trying to you know put people out of work why don't we try to focus on I don't know fixing ourselves spiritually how about I don't know trying to fix make sure where where we are spiritually how about we try to help other people minister to other people like I don't know like hey we're gonna put you all out of business we're gonna make you all lose your jobs. That's what we want to do because nothing says Jesus loves you better than saying we're coming for your jobs because you won't do business the way we want you to. I like, I, I it's just basically a, a, I guess Christians just want our own version of Sharia law. I guess is what we want. I, I just I just don't understand it. So, and once again, did you think who thought that the chosen was only going to hire Christians? Who thought that? Like, I, there's laws, there's hiring practices, there's anti discrimination laws. Like, what do you not understand? Have Christians, are Christians starting to become the part? We want discrimination. We want. Everyone must be a Christian or we want your business shut down. The only books we want in the library are Christian books. The only thing we want on TV is Christian television. The only thing we want on radio is Christian songs. Like, like, how far do some people take this? Now, I know I'm using extreme language to try to make my point, but I'm trying to say that there are, I'm not saying all Christians are to that level, but there's this weird move towards this Again, I, I think it's because of the influence of Christian nationalism. I want, fr- I want freedom. That's what I want. I want you to be free. I, I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do, and I just want the same freedom. The fact that Christians couldn't see the philological and biblical problems with the chosen, but you put a, uh, you put a pride flag and they lose their minds. We can't see the theological issues with the show, but you put a pride flag. That, 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 that's all it takes. That's all it takes. I, well, let's, let's listen to what they have to say about boycotting. Here we go.
1: I'm not so sure. My purpose today is not to tell you whether or not it is appropriate to boycott the chosen, Chick-fil-A, or any other institution with whom you might have a grievance, even if that grievance is legitimate. Rather, it is to encourage you to let God be part of that decision. In today's culture, both Christians and non-Christians alike tend to confuse emotional responses for reasonable ones. Perhaps that was inevitable given the growing emphasis on the legitimacy of personal truth over objective truth, but it doesn't make the resulting decisions any less harmful. Even when we can find a biblical basis for our choices, we should not take for granted that the resulting decision is automatically correct— After all, one of Satan's favorite strategies, even when confronting the Son of God in Luke 4, is to twist God's word to justify actions that go against God's will. If you saw the pride flag on the set of The Chosen and your immediate response was a mixture of disappointment and anger, that's understandable. But just because those initial emotions in that case were justifiable, that does not automatically mean they form a solid foundation for how we should respond. So, the next time you are tempted to condemn a business, person, or organization for taking a position that goes against biblical truth, commit to spending at least as much time praying about how to respond as you are willing to spend actually responding. Ultimately, Satan doesn't care if you take the right position on an issue so long as you do it in the wrong way. That's why we need God's help not only in discerning the truth, but also in knowing how to stand up for it. Will you ask for his help today?
0: And of course, they have to come with, you know, I guess you're supposed to pray about it and wait for a feeling. OK, I guess you're supposed to pray about it and go, OK, oh, I feel. So now what happens if you have two Christians and, and one Christian, God, they get a feeling that God's like, boycott everything. And the other one's like, no, go buy everything. Then who, which one is God speaking to? So, that, see, that's just a ridiculous, oh, man, Christianity. Oh, man. That, that 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 leaves it to being as relativistic and as subjective as possible. All right, now here is the thing. We have literally no biblical commands. Okay. It, clearly in the New Testament, to go and boycott, to protest, to censor, to 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 do none of that. We are not called to do that. We're just we're not. It's not there. If there was ever a time for Paul to lay down some of those principles, it would have been to the church of Corinth. The church was located in a city that was as pagan and as ungodly as it could be. And he did not say, hey, don't go here and don't do this. And we got to get this person elected. It's none of that. You know what he focuses on? Hey, guys, you guys are the problem. You guys are a mess. You guys are carnal. You guys are fleshly. You guys need to fix yourself. And he even says, who are we to judge those in the world? We need to be judging ourselves. Now, he obviously was not justifying the actions of those within the city of Corinth. No, but it was if the, the focus is on us. The world is continuing to move away from Christianity. You will not bring them to Christianity by boycotting and putting them out of business. You will not bring them to Christianity by engaging in culture wars, trying to get books pulled from the library, banning this, silencing this, censoring this, yelling and screaming, getting your candidate of choice elected as president. That is not how you will bring this culture back to Christ. The culture can only be brought back to Christ through the proclamation of the gospel. So as Christians, we need to focus on our own spiritual lives and see where we are spiritually and fix all of the mess inside of us. I don't know about you. I've got plenty to work on. All right. Second, we can pray and fast for the culture and pray that God's word will be, you know, given to as many people as possible. And we should do everything in our power to share the gospel with whomever we can. And then we need to disciple one another and uh, to grow as Christians. That's what we're to do. But there's this weird mindset that we have to fight the culture basically in a fleshly way. We always say that we're fighting a spiritual war, right? Then why do we engage in such carnal tactics? Why do we try to fight it in such a fleshly manner? The fact that the church was less, less uh, this is, this is to me tells, tells me everything. The fact that the church was less concerned with the theology and the biblical accuracy of the chosen and seemed more upset that, that someone on the set wasn't a Christian and had a pride flag tells me everything I need to know. We're not worried about theology. We're not worried about the Bible. We're worried about a culture war. So you're going to try to boycott a show because they have to hire people who aren't Christians? So is your is your perspective is that gay people should not be hired for jobs? Is, is, that, is that your perspective? Well, then maybe Christians shouldn't be hired for jobs. How about we just hire people, not on the base, and we do not discriminate on the basis of creed, color, sexuality. We don't don't discriminate. That's how you run businesses. Not talking about the church, right? Church should not be run as a business. You say, well, the chosen should be – that wasn't a church, it's a TV show. I'm assuming those actors and uh, the crew f- probably are fall under some of the unions that protect them and make sure they can only work so many hours in certain ways and therefore they have to hire according to the anti-discrimination laws. I don't understand why this is even controversial. I don't understand why people are so ticked off. You walk into a store and like, oh, they have a pride section. Yeah, so don't go over there and buy anything in the pride section. Did that hurt you that much? I don't drink. If I walk into a store and see alcohol, why am I getting bothered? I just don't buy the alcohol. If I walk over to a a book section, I'm like, oh, they're selling a book. 101 reasons Christianity is not true. So who cares? Who cares? Oh, there, there's there's another book over here that I do want. Do I, do I worry about that? I get on Netflix. Oh, there's oh I'm not going to watch that show. Oh, but I'm going to watch this show. I get on, I mean, I get on my, my music streaming services today. All of them right now have pride sections, playlists and albums that are connected to pride month. So, yeah, who cares? And I say, they're shoving it down our throats. Really? They're shoving it down your throats because you see it. Breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. A lot of people in our culture aren't Christians. (gasps) Oh. Oh, my goodness. Did you know this? That there's a lot of people in our culture who aren't Christians? (gasps) Oh, no. And they may want to buy things and read things that aren't approved by the Christian magisterial authority. Oh, I know. They may want to wear clothing that doesn't meet your standards. Oh, no. They may want to watch movies that uh, what are you going to do about it? I mean is it shoving it down your throat that they want to live their lives? All right. That is your today's focus. The boycotting of 2023. May this fad pass quickly. May the church get back to being the church. We get out of politics and we stop the foolish culture wars. Thank you. That is your today's focus for Friday, June the 2nd, 2023.